If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's economy, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeannie Barrow. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Jeannie Barrow. I recall saying to you that I use my clients and strategy sessions as inspiration to do training videos. And today I want to speak about a topic that I raised with one of my new clients who is going to transition from where she's been for the last 10 years to a whole new role. And she was ambivalent about some of the components of her decision. And I wanted to support her by helping her think through the pros, the cons, what excited her about this new adventure and what gave her hesitation. So I'm gonna share with you the tool that I share with her. And this is a tool that I also use with my Fearless Leadership Mastermind because it works no matter what the context is to analyze a situation and give you more confidence, more clarity, and make you more courageous about making the decision. So if that's something that is exciting to you, let's do this. The context in this case is that you are going to make a decision about whether to make a transition, which direction to go into, how to leverage and repurpose your skill sets to perhaps go into a new role, new industry, new sector, new type of company. That's the context of using this tool. From that place of wanting to make a decision, let's apply the SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. And many of you who have used this in business are familiar with it. However, we usually don't apply this to our own lives. We use it for business purposes to identify what are the strengths of this opportunity, what are the weaknesses of this deal, what are the opportunities ahead of us, and what are the threats. That's what SWAT stands for, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So I'm going to take you through, follow and stop this video or this recording based on you doing this exercise with me. So think of that decision you have to make. That's number one. Number two, then start to think about what strength do I bring in this situation? In the case of the conversation that I had yesterday, what strengths, what superpowers, what unique value, what zone of genius do you bring to this transition from where you are now in this role that you've held for 10 years in the example that I gave you to where you want to go. So then that's where you can bring all the qualities about yourself. So if I put myself in their shoes, when I was transitioning, I would think that I can use my superpower of empathy in this new role of being a leadership coach. I can use my superpower of coaching connecting with people, building relationships, having over 25 years of experience in the corporate world, understanding the problems and issues that the environment in a financial services industry and technology brings, the challenges, the hurdles that many of us face in those environments. I brought with me the love and passion for self-development and for helping people get to their next level and reach their potential. Those were all superpowers that I brought. 
I also brought the superpower of being organized, being resourceful, being a visionary, being strategic and tactical, being super intuitive. I brought all of those superpowers to the table as it related to me making a transition. What about you? What are the strengths that you are bringing to the situation, to the opportunity, to the change, to the transition that you are contemplating? This could also be a promotion. If you're looking to apply to get promoted within your firm, what are the strengths that you can leverage? In that case, it could be that you know a lot of people already within the company. So your relationships are strength that you're bringing to this situation and to this decision. So get clear on that because that's going to really boost your confidence. It's going to help you see the situation from an angle, from a lens of, I can do this. And it's going to give you lots of courage, which is so important for us to take action instead of waiting until you're 110% ready. So meaningful. So let's move on to the W in the SWOT analysis, which is what are my weaknesses? Or how I rather call them, what are my areas for improvement? What is going to be my Achilles heel as I make this decision and as it relates to me making this transition? or going after this promotion? What are my weaknesses? For some of the people that I interview and that I speak with, they mention that confidence is a weakness, that they don't feel 100% confident that they can do this. For some of them, is the weakness is that they may not have 100% of this skill set, which is perfectly fine, my friends, because if you're transitioning and you are looking to get promoted. If you can do 100% of the new role, how boring would that be? There's nothing to look forward to. The fact that there is a 10, 15, even 20% that you don't know, that's also what makes this opportunity appealing to you. And therefore, that's the gap that you're going to look to fill when you go into this new role. It may be tricky if that 20% that you're missing is the core of the new role. However, in many cases, it is not. You can still leverage all the superpowers and strengths that we talked about and be successful even when you have that 10 to 20% gap of a skill set that you need to acquire in the role. That's perfectly fine and it's beautiful because it gives you room to grow. So, what are the weaknesses or areas for improvement? Make sure you make a tangible list of what these are. That way you're not in your head talking yourself out of the opportunity because of the fear that you may not have what it takes. Let's get factual and not only use our emotions, but also use our head, our logic, our heart, and our intuition to help us make this decision. The next letter in the SWOT analysis is the O. What opportunities do I see in front of me? For in many cases, this is an opportunity to add value, to increase my impact, to exert my influence, to serve people where I'm going to be going, to support other, in my case, other individuals in advancing and growing their careers. How exciting is that? It could be an opportunity to learn about a new industry, to build new relationships. These are all positive, constructive attributes of this new position, this new transition. And so for you, what opportunities 
lie in front of you when you consider this decision. Let's get clear on the opportunities. And by the way, when you do get that clarity, notice that if you don't move forward, those are the opportunities you will be saying no to. It's very easy to say no, move on, and try to sweep everything under the rug, pretend nothing ever happened or that you were never faced with this opportunity. In reality, there is an opportunity cost. When we do not take something that's in front of us and leverage it, that is the risk of moving on and leaving that opportunity on the table, not knowing what could have happened had you had the courage to take that opportunity. So with knowing your strengths, with identifying your weaknesses or areas for improvement, you can begin to plan strategically, how do I mitigate those weaknesses so that I can get the courage to take on these opportunities that I just listed? See how this makes sense? And so the last piece of the SWOT analysis is what are the threats? The threats are things that could make you fail in this endeavor that could really throw a wrench into the equation that could derail you. And for some of us, it's procrastination. One of the threats in this situation is my procrastinating, for example, the fact that I may not actually pull the trigger, the fact that when I get there, I may recoil because I don't feel confident enough that I can do this role. And rather than showing up 100%, I'm showing up meek, I'm showing up very reserved, armored up, and not really open to the environment, to learning, to building those relationships, to learning more about the context of the new place or the new role. Those are all threats to this opportunity. So for you, knowing yourself better than anyone else, what are some of the threats that you see? Another one related to the economy and the marketplace and the organization itself is that one of the threats is that you may say, Ginny, I don't know anyone where I'm going. People know me here or in this new department, I don't really know anyone. And so those to you may seem like threats because you already have established relationships where you are in your own little group. Even if it's a different group within the organization that you don't know, you may view that as a threat that they don't know you. There's also the threat of last in, first out, which is called LIFO, last in, first out. If there is a reorg, there's the threat that the newest member of the team will be the first member to be let go of. Not necessarily true, depending on the level in which you go in. However, it is a possibility, but that can happen anywhere. Just like the place where you are right now, you were the at one point, you were the last one in, and then other people came after you. And so that is something that could happen. And my friends, we need to think with this mindset of abundance, because if we don't, then we really stay stuck where we are. And we tend to default to what we know. And what we know is the old thing. And what we don't know scares us. And so as leaders and as women, it's so important to get clarity. And that's why the SWOT analysis is so powerful because it helps you get that clarity. And if you need support in doing a SWOT analysis, enlist a friend to help you do it together. For some reason, when you have someone else ask you the questions and you can get out of your head and more into your heart, you can really go deeper. 
and access information that isn't readily available when you're doing it by yourself. So it is super important to do this with support. Find someone who can support you in doing this SWOT analysis, someone you can trust that they will keep your confidence and go ahead and try this SWOT analysis. And one of the things that I want to do as the CEO of Executive Bound and a leadership coach, executive coach for the last seven years, is I always want to support you. I want to support, support my clients to reach their full potential because my why is to reach my full potential and to help my son Kyle and my clients fulfill theirs. So as I help you, guess what? I'm helping myself. As I see you thrive, guess what? I'm thriving. And so from that angle, I am hosting this July 10th through the 14th, the Fearless Leaders Challenge. It is one of my favorite trainings of the year. It happens only once throughout the year this summer. And I'm super excited to invite you to join me. And to do that, all you have to do is check out the fearlessleaderschallenge.com where you can find all the details. We'll be together for five days for one hour each day from 12 to 1 p.m. ET. And we will be doing training. We're gonna get clear on self-awareness around where are you today? What is happening with you? How is it going where you are? And how do you see yourself growing and advancing where you are? And of course, this, isn't, this is not for everybody. This is only for female leaders who are ready to grow and advance and who want to do the work and show up for themselves by betting and investing time, energy in themselves and their professional development on behalf of their well-being and their family's well-being and their future and the legacy and their wealth in the future. We're also going to talk about mindset mastery. 80% of the game is played up here. And if you don't have a growth mindset that supports your ambition, your goals, living a life with joy, no matter how much abundance you receive, you're always going to complain. You're always going to look at the negative aspect of things and nothing is good enough ever. And so there is no happiness. You're chasing a carrot that you never reach because as you move, the carrot keeps moving in front of you. So mindset mastery is such an important component of being an impactful, influential leader. We're also going to speak about influence and impact. As a leader, how do you develop your influence? How do you create the biggest impact you can have in your environment? And that requires quite a few skills that I'm going to cover during our Fearless Leaders Challenge in July. We all have relationships that are difficult. We may have those with our employees, with colleagues, with managers, with the leadership team, with other people and stakeholders around the organization. We have those in our personal lives. So when we get become masterful at conflict management by leveraging a couple of tools that I'm going to teach you that will even help you to negotiate, you're going to become a more influential person and leader, and therefore you're going to be able to get your goals accomplished and be able to forge those relationships that will support you across the organization to deliver results and help the business grow, which is at the end of the day, what all of our companies want from us, to support them, to grow the business through the people, processes, and systems that are available to us.
And the last thing we're going to cover during the Fearless Leaders Challenge is leading for growth. I'm going to show you how to take what I teach you in the first four days and continue the journey with us to raise your leadership capabilities to a whole new level and open up a highway of opportunities for you to continue to grow and without having to do it by yourself. Those days are long gone when we had to struggle and figure everything out like many of my generation had to do. I've been around for over 30 years and we learn from the school of hard knocks. You all have now the privilege and the opportunity to learn from those of us who have been running this race for a long, long time and to leverage the golden nuggets and the insights that we have taken us so long to learn and you can basically take those, borrow those from us and adapt them to you and keep going so you can accelerate and go faster. That's what happens when we learn in community. And that is why I am committed to creating these opportunities for learning and development in a way that supports us, that helps you see a clearer vision for yourself and to support you in creating the structure to make it happen because we're so busy that we just don't create the time to do this type of work for ourselves and for our families ultimately. So if this is something that excites you, join us the week of July 10th. And all you have to do is go to fearlessleaderschallenge.com and learn more to save your seat and join us. And if you wanna connect with me in general, you can always find me at callwithginny.com. Live with purpose, live with joy. I'll see you soon. Hi, this is Dr. Ginny Barrow. The story so far is that many talented female leaders in mid-careers in the corporate world struggle to find their footing. I was one of them. But now we know from the research by McKinsey and company that organizations with more than 30% of women executives are more likely to outperform companies where this percentage is between 10 to 30%. Like many of the companies we partner with, you may be struggling to help your high potential female leaders retool and grow into senior leadership ranks and advance your diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging efforts. So in 2020, I created the Fearless Leadership Mastermind Program, a leadership training that will give you a competitive advantage with a scalable solution that is ready to go. No more waiting. You may be thinking, Ginny, this isn't going to be easy. And you're right. Behavioral change takes time. And I know we will succeed because our program has already helped committed high potential female leaders of all backgrounds in STEM fields, financial services, and Fortune 500 companies in only six months. Let's partner to implement this unique and proven leadership training to fast track your talented female leaders to advance in your company with a sense of belonging. I wish I had this training during my corporate career of over 25 years. It would have made a world of difference. Today as a CEO, 
I'm grateful to support my partners and the female leaders in our program in reaching their full potential. And that feels very nice. Visit flmprogram.com to learn more and set up a cyber coffee with me to get started. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and expert advice at executivebound.com. Join our movement to heal leadership around the world. See you soon.